Rick Fox. How are we doing today, sir? Hey, Joey. How are you, man? Good to be on. Doing all right. All right. What's uh, what's happening in your corner of the insurance world, sir? Well, timing being as it is, the world is crazy, right? Um, but I I'm very happy, overly happy to be in this industry, this stable, powerful industry that we work in. And I always say, what a great what a great blend of stability and fast motion when you say insure and tech for insure tech. That's the solid business that we work in of insurance with technology and the fast pace. You put those together and I couldn't be happier to not only every day be a part of this industry, but even more so now with everything going on in the world and watching all of our people, you know, band together, help each other even more than I normally see. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to be on your show. I know you do some great things, Joey, and have great people on and, and move this industry forward with with all the, the stuff, content and the, and the conference and everything. I'm just happy to be part of the industry. And I, and I think that this, this, the pandemic and everything that this the world has gone through this year, it's just going to not only bring our industry closer together, but also take, uh, take that the silver lining. I think if for lack of a better term is that it's going to put us in a place where those slow to adopt people will be, uh, you know, have been forced to make some changes with, which I think is very exciting for everybody. Yeah, it does seem like the accelerator has been pushed a little harder, um, and it's really just out of necessity, really. And uh, that could be an exciting time for some. It could be a scary time for some. You know, kind of looking back on your experience across the board in the industry, what do you think we're going to see now uh, in terms of of that adoption um, and, and that how how agents respond? I guess. First, let me just make, if anybody doesn't know, um, I was an agency owner a lot, you know, in a, in a past life, in fact, had six agencies. And so I know, and this was before, you know, technology was really that, that fast and, and moved at the pace that it moves today. But I know what it's like to have a team that's set in their ways, that does things a certain way. And we all know this is a very good industry to be in from a, from a, uh, an income perspective, agency principals can do very well doing things the way they've done it for years. The, the old, if it ain't broke, why should I fix it mentality? So where I see the the most drastic changes, and I'm talking to agencies across the country pretty much daily, and a, a lot of that now more is Zoom than going and visiting, which has been a big change. But but even just that simple adjustment is is changing the way this that, that we are able to do business. It becomes as the normal has shifted things like zoom, things like remote work that is now that is table stakes. And if your agency is, is not, didn't make that adjustment cleanly or, or has now made it great, but, but be moving in that direction because the new normal is going to be, you don't have to stop by and see your customers three, four times a year. I mean, just schedule 20 minutes with them. Get on a Zoom. I mean, I, I I believe that's the way of the future. And um, and and moving to a remote environment has has forced the hand of agencies that had old technology, that had old ways of doing things, to get people to their homes, to get them still working. And that that there was a, I talked to a lot of agencies that had a lot of pain through that process, but they're coming out now the backside of that better for having gone through it. It was things they knew they either should do or things that they had just put off because, like I said, if it ain't broke. But now everyone is embracing the technology and embracing this new normal 
And I see nothing but positives as we come, whatever this looks like, but coming out of this to the, the new way to look at it, just a new lens into the way agencies particularly, but even relationships with carriers, the technology should be more tight now. It should be more advanced because you're starting to use more of it. Like I mentioned before, your interactions with your customers, think about you, that customer that you have that's out in rural wherever, that's an hour drive there and an hour drive back, and you want to make sure you go see them three times a year or what, whatever you do. Go see them once a year and have two two Zoom calls with them. And now you've saved four hours for those two trips that you can go do something else for another customer. And I think that becomes the way we start to do business. And a lot of times this is a slow to move industry and in pockets. I think we've got the ability to make that the new the new normal or the new if it ain't broke, if that makes sense. And I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think it's really, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like this, you know, Sally Sunshine or whatever you call it with, yeah. I'm so excited we're in the middle of a pandemic. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this industry is stable. We're showing that now. And I think all, all the signs show that positivity will come out of the backside as agencies move into the, 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 the future or at least the current and how they use technology and leverage technology to make their lives better, make their employees' lives better, and make that customer experience stronger. Yeah, you know, that's a great point. And personally, I've always worked from home my entire career in insurance. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it was interesting kind of watching people go through these levels of, like, acceptance and grief and, you know, all that sort of denial. Like, they just, it was just kind of interesting to see people adopt to this. And I think one of the interesting things is that it's really forced people to trim the fat in the way that they do business and really focus on, like you said, those high-value points. Is there something that has stood out to you maybe over, over and above everything else that, you know, you've seen a, a wider spread adoption or maybe an effectiveness to in terms of that technology where agents have been able to flip the switch much quicker on? Well, I, I think that there was the, uh, let, let me, let me sort of categorize that. The, the, the good, let's just say good to great agencies in terms of technology, it was seamless, right? It was okay. Everybody get your laptops or fire up your desktop and we're up and running and we've, we've got the voice over IP that's working. So those now that that's all being sent to your home or to your cell phone or however we're doing that, boom, boom, boom. And everybody, it was pretty seamless, right? Then you've got the mid range that had something that was missing, something that needed to be uh, updated or even addressed. You've got people that are used to being in the office. They might not even have had monitors at their house and things like that. So some of it was hardware. But then a lot of it was just what, you know, and, and of course, Vertifor being a management system company, we're much more than that, but, but management system is what we're known for. You know, to have, if you, if you're on the right systems, that was a very easy transition. And if it wasn't preset, then you had to go through whatever that looked like with, with the good ones. And we're not the only good one out there. But that was, that was a, it was just a, okay, let's do that. Okay. It's done. Now we're working. And then, then the third bucket would be the ones that were really lagging behind. And then, I mean, that list is Joey, that list is long of things that in the, the pain points of whether that was hardware with monitors or, or, or desktops or laptops, whether that was your management system, which you're struggling to connect with from outside of your, your brick and mortar office, whether that was simple things like, how do we, do we have an e-signature platform in place mm-hmm. or an e-payment 
platform yeah. in place and teeing up all those things, that became a pretty heavy lift at that in that third bucket. So again, the good news is they had to do it. So moving forward, now it's done. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's so many little layers of things that, you, you, frankly, a lot of our people just, they didn't think about because they didn't have to. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, that's right. My, my people that wanted to make a late payment can't walk into the office anymore. What do we do? So there's so many things. And, but I, I just, like I said, if you bucket it in those three, that's kind of the way it transitioned. And I think it's been long enough now that everyone is, is hopefully there. If they're not, you know, they should be, should be coming to you, coming to me, coming to people that know this stuff and getting as much input as they can, being curious of how we get better, which is the other thing that's happened throughout this thing is I'm seeing more curiosity from agency owners, which I think is awesome. Like, yeah. again, I, I used to always give the analogy. Uh, I used to live in Bend, Oregon, which is this great little town. It's about 15 minutes from a ski resort. It's sun 300 days a year, freezing cold and snow in the winter, but sunshine. And the whole town is this little mountain town of, of it, it, there's not high crime. There's not really anything going on. And the analogy I use to relate to the insurance industry is, yeah, you know, crime is on the rise and bend. And my response to that would be, if someone asked me that, he, I live in a pretty good neighborhood. It's the same thing that we've been saying to so many agencies, you, me, uh, anyone in, that's, that's on the tech side is saying, hey, you need to catch up and get your technology in order. Start leveraging technology to, to create operational efficiency or to better the work experience and obviously to better the customer experience. And the response from so many agency owners is, yeah, I live in a pretty good neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and now that, now crime is on the rise, right? I mean, now, now this pandemic has, has hit them in the face with, I've got to be moving in that direction. So I, I love it because, uh, Geico, Progressive, uh, these, the, the, the direct writers that can go 24 seven and get instant access to them and things like that. We need to, we need to not mirror that, but we need to have that same availability to prospects and customers and, and meet consumers where they want to be met, which isn't, let me call you in four days. It's now. And so as, th as this horrible worldwide thing that we're dealing with is happening, it's also changing the outlook and that, that analogy that I used of people not being able to say, I live in a pretty good neighborhood anymore. I need to change my neighborhood. Yeah, I tell you what, I mean, the, uh, the external monitor, the, the monitor, that's the, the biggest of rookie mistakes. Uh, I don't know how you don't uh, avoid that at all. Um, you know, I'm kind of curious, you know, you talked about that curiosity from the mm -hmm. agent's perspective, from the mm -hmm. agency owner. Uh, you know, now the time, because they're being kind of thrown a lot of different things that were maybe unexpected or ex you know, obviously unexpected. Um, you know, I think the management system, the, uh, you know, and the phone system and then to, you know, lesser extent to payment systems, obviously taking payments was never, you know, it was something that we were kind of urging people to, you know, you're not making tons of money if you're, you know, handing cash, you know, handling right. cash every day. Right. I mean, those really, if you look at the core business functions of things, those were kind of it. Right. And if, and if you didn't have access to those, you know, two or three things, it really limited your ability to, to kind of move forward. Um, from the management system perspective, I'm curious, what do you think the, the biggest misconception is from management system, like from an agent using a management system efficiently? 
I think more than what the mis well, I guess I guess misconception is a good way to put it. It's it's an un, uneducated opinion of what it can do. We are at the forefront of that with our with our AMS three sixty product. Uh and there are others that are right there with us. But it's the it's the again, the I live in a pretty good neighborhoods that think that what they're doing is good enough. It's that uneducation toward what a management system can do. We know it's the we know it's the rock that that all the data is there, all the information's there. But when agencies that aren't using up-to-date, forward-thinking AMSs, they they've they've worked 19 workarounds and well it doesn't do that but we do it this way or spreadsheets or w- whatever they're doing they just have gotten into this rhythm and think that that's what it should be and they haven't taken the time or in what I said earlier is been curious enough to see what the other side looks like so if you're on an, on a like a legacy system or a smaller than then maybe your your agency should have management system have you taken the time to look at what the the differences is and you look at things and that's when you you plug in the business element joey because look at an agency that's working and i'm just going to make up numbers but let's say it's a million dollar agency they they do a million dollars in revenue and they have let's just say for the sake of the ease of math they have 10 employees so basically every desk is handling about a hundred thousand dollars in revenue that's pretty low and if you go to the big eye and you see any of these these reports that are done on what averages are, depending on the size of your agency, your revenue per employee should be much higher than a hundred thousand. If it's a hundred thousand, what's happening that's causing that? Well, I can lead pretty quickly to operational efficiency. If you've got someone in your agency that is spending most of their day telling systems what it just did and putting things in two or three times, you're being inefficient. So what if you got twenty percent? more efficiency. And that's simply put, in an hour, that's just giving 12 minutes an hour back to your employees, 20%. But if you look at it the other way, that's putting 20% more uh, capacity in your agency. So you can grow to be a $1.2 million agency now and not hire anybody. And if you look at it in those terms, curiosity becomes where everyone should be living. How can I be more efficient? How can I give just six minutes an hour back to my staff and really start like being a business person? I think we get stuck in the day to day. And I think a lot of obviously a lot of principles, but everybody in agency is like, how do I sell? How do I sell? How do I get more leads? Well, look at what you've already got. And if you could grow, like in the case of this particular model that I just gave you as an example, if you grew to 1.2 at the current basis, you'd also hire two more people. What does that cost you? That costs you two payrolls, two hiring processes, insurance, uh, 401k if you do that, all of the things that go along with that. But if you gave your current staff that kind of efficiency gain, then all of a sudden that money just goes to what? It goes to your bottom line because you didn't have to pay what is in- inevitably your biggest expense, which is payroll. So if you look at it in those terms, your management system, obviously there's so many ancillary things now that are awesome, marketing automation and uh, commercial download submissions, and we could go on and on, right? And all of those are really important, but the, 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 the core 
the foundation of any agency is starts with the management system. So from an operational efficiency perspective, it has to be moving like you want it to. It has to be fast and do things that old systems, frankly, just can't do. So that's the first thing. And the second piece of it is, well, either you work with a company, like your management system says they do everything. Okay, well, no one does everything. And we're as big as it gets in that space. And we, that's why we either, we'll, we'll build it if we think it's necessary and core to our beliefs and in our management system. We'll buy it and buy the technology and partner it with what we're doing, meaning like, you know, meld it into what we're doing. Or then we, we go out and do the bigger partnership, which is like our orange partner program. That's, those are best of breed companies that we've went and vetted that agencies should be using to be better. And they talk to the management system. So if you don't have that open architecture, if you don't have the ability to integrate with other products that do great things for your agency, whether that's, again, marketing automation, e-pay, electronic um, electronic signatures, all of those things. And, and I could go on and on, right? And you, we could name 50 awesome companies out there that are doing really cool things. But if that information isn't connecting to your management system and talking to your management system, you're going back to being inefficient by putting it in that, that tool and then putting it in your management system or vice versa. So, so that, that open architecture, that API integration that good management systems have again makes you more efficient. So I, I would go back to your question and just answer it with one word. It's be, be more educated about what the possibilities are of management systems. Does that make sense? It certainly does. And I got to know you'd said it, you'd, you give back that time. What's that first minute you would give back to every person in an agency? Like where should they focus that uh, initial effort on? Oh, man, uh, my, my, my brain just exploded because there, there's so many ways to do it. But if I were, if I were looking at simple, like, like you said, simple fixes, you said it like e-docs or our e-signatures, e-payments, those aren't. Those aren't big changes, but does that give your team back a little bit more time, right? Does, does Jim walk in once a month to pay his bill and that ends up costing somebody 30 minutes because Jim's a talker and that happens four or five times to pay, to pay, you know, what, whatever that is. You, you know what I mean? Like yep. that's something if, if I can, if I don't have to print or PDF and send and wait for an email response with a signature that they had to print and then sign, or they had to come into the office to sign, and I can get that electronically signed, boom, boom, done. Just how many policies are you doing in your agency a month? How many times, or how much time does it take you when someone comes into your office versus sending them an email and saying, click here? Like, those are simple fixes. At the at, and, and then at the bigger level, again, back to the management system, if you're double entering anything, shame on your agency. Right. At this point, there is no need for that in, in, in the, the way technology works. So I always say it in these terms, you get more efficient, but the other thing you do is you give time back to your staff to go do what they should be doing, which is insurance stuff, right? Talking to customers, renewing policies, building relationships. If you do those things, these simple little things that gain, you know, automate processes, automate workflows, uh, Take away the, the, the signature thing that happens, accept payments via electronic. You do those little, little things. Every little one will move the needle. And then pretty soon your needle really moves and you're going, 
wow, my staff is, isn't giving me the stink eye when I walk by because they're, they have more time in their day. We're growing. We're retaining more. And it's just this, this snowball effect that works. Technology is your friend. And, and, you know, your conference is, is a great example of last year was the first year where I truly felt at most of the conferences that I went to and the three that come to mind is Elevate, ITC, and then Accelerate, which is our conference. It was the first year where I felt like we, the, the, the whole mood had changed from, yeah, yeah, I know technology. I need to look at it. I need to get on board, blah, blah, blah. That was the old thinking. And last year was the first thing where I really felt like it had switched all the way over to, heck yeah, technology, tell me more. And I really sense that in our industry. So I'm excited to see, you know, what happens. I am extremely bummed that so many of these great shows are being canceled or at least postponed because those are the, the you know, the, the, the fun side of that is you get to see friends that you haven't seen for a long time and people and hear these great speakers and learn all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it's like-minded thinkers moving in the right direction and you take something away from that, which I'm bummed about. But, but I, I believe that that's the, the path that, that our industry is on. And, and I just want people out there that are, if, if you're doing everything that I'm saying, awesome. What's next. If you're thinking about doing some of these things, do it today. Now's the time. Pick up your game, like get your efficiency up, make your operation run smoother, make your staff happier, which affects your culture, which affects the way they communicate with your customers, which are the people that are your bread and butter. So all of those things snowball in the, in the, in a positive direction is where everybody should be headed. Yeah. And, and that, that face time that you get at those, you know, those events is definitely very valuable in terms of, you know, the insights that you can glean. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Elevate has been shifted to a virtual environment for mm-hmm. this year. So yep. we'll have to do that. Uh, June yep. 1st, I believe, is when we kick things off there. And that's uh, still great, right? I mean, that's yeah. still awesome. It's just, it's, it is fun to, you know, spend the day and then maybe have a beer with somebody. And exactly. right, right. Like that's, that, that, that's the whole, the whole fraternity of insurance, which I, which I'm sad to be missing this year, but it is, yeah. it'll, the, we'll be back, right? Certainly. So I'm kind of curious about, you know, about those insights on more of a day-to-day basis, right? You talked about, you know, revenue per desk, right? And, um, you know, efficiencies and things like that. How should agents be viewing that information and taking advantage of it more to really understand those decisions and make smarter decisions and let that information sort of lead to where they're going to go next? So here, here's the thing, Joey. Um, it starts at the, the highest level, and, and I would say that, and by that I mean the principal level, the ownership level down, but it trickles all the way down to buy-in. So the first thing is buying into whatever we're trying to change. But before I say that, let me go back to your point, which is the simple math is how much revenue do we make and how many employees do we have? That's, that's, that's how you get a, a, a rough number of what happens for really, really good agencies. They're, they're actually doing the math at each desk and they're yeah. saying that Jim is doing 20% less than Susan or whatever. And, and they're figuring out why. And, and they're, they're realizing that, and, and that, that can go all the way to that's because Jim handles all of our bot policies and they don't make us very much money and he has to do a lot of work on them. And there's an opportunity. So to me, it's, it's all, it's all, um, Getting your hands dirty, right? Figuring out what's going on in your book of business because that is 
That's the money. The money is in your existing business. I know so many friends that are very successful business people that own businesses or very successful salespeople that need to sell every month to make money. The, the, the beauty of our industry is there is, there's a renewal every year, every six months. They're going to keep paying. Uh, when I had my agencies, we'd have a sales meeting every, every Monday morning. I'd always for sure make, make sure I was the last one to walk into the room. I'd say, good morning, everybody. It's much easier to keep a client than it is to replace them. How's everyone doing? I would say that every single time. So for those of you out there that aren't, don't have a really good finger on the pulse of your existing book of business and what your staff is doing to maintain that book from an, and, and, and that goes back to efficiency because this all boils down to how much does it cost me to manage how much revenue? And so when you look at it in that, those terms, you start simple and you say revenue per employee, who's got what, where can we get better? Why? And the why can simply be, okay, well, this, this guy's handling, uh, three large accounts at renew every year and he doesn't have to, and, and his team doesn't have to do much work. And this one has a thousand personal lines policies, but you start figuring out, okay, how do I make that person who's working harder for less money in the agency? How do I make them more efficient? And what does that look like? And it looks like technology taking place of manual work. If the simple answer to the question is stop doing things manually that can be handled by technology. And I'm not saying don't have personal relationships or don't, don't continue to build loyalty through your, through your customers that no, I'm saying the, the paper pushing, the, 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 triple entering of data, whether that's in your comparative rater, and then you've got it. If you can't, if that's not communicating with your management system, when you're quoting out uh, personal lines, you, you're losing time right there. Those are the kind of things that, that every agency should be taking a hard look at, making a plan and don't try to boil the ocean. Do one at a time, grab two and just, but, but then, but then manage and then measure, right? See what everybody's doing. Give it three months, then look again and go, wow, look at Susan. She's up 15% because we added uh, electronic document signatures or whatever it is. And you start looking at that as a, as a business and not as a, well, I'm the, I'm the principal, so I got to go sell, right? We all know those guys and gals. Look at it as a business, plan it out, really manage and measure what's going on. And then, then you'll see it. Like it's impossible not to make it better than it is. Like even the agencies that are moving fast and, and leveraging technology and have an incredible, uh, revenue per employee number, they can get better too. And it's just constantly taking a look at that, building your plan, talking, being curious, talking to, if you don't want to talk to the guy down the street, cause he's your competitor, maybe you're in a network or maybe you could talk to Joey or call Rick Advertifor or, Find somebody and say, hey, give me, th give me, here's what's happening. How do I fix it? And be curious and be willing to ask questions. And man, there's just no negative to anything I'm saying. Like none of the things I'm saying are you going to do and go, yeah, that, that didn't work because it's all moving in the right direction. Now, there might be a technology that you tried and it isn't exactly what you'd hoped for. Then you try something else. Fail fast. Try something new. Rick, I got one more question for you. 
and we've covered a lot of ground, you know, of, of everything that is kind of happening that's been kind of forced on the industry. But I'm curious if we, if we did, if we uh, kind of gave you one chance here, and, and I know you said you had a couple of te- some teenagers in the house, so I don't know if this reference is going to catch you or not. But if you had like a onward moment where you could cast one spell for the day over the industry to kind of really achieve any outcome that you wanted. What, what is the thing that you're going after to say, listen, even if it's just for a day, I just want people to see and experience what it's like. Well, there's, can I answer? I want to answer it twice. Number one is be curious. That's it. Just simply be curious about how to get better. Like that's the number one spell. If, if I instantly could put the, you know, the floating question mark above everyone's head, (laughs) um, to ask questions, to find out what they're not doing well, I think that would be f- by far number one on a more, um, on a more like tangible, what would I go do? I would, I'd take a hard look at all of my tools that I'm using now and, and start with my management system, but that would be my phone system, my, if I'm automated marketing, whatever I'm doing, my, my comparative rating software, everything that I'm doing, I would take a look at it and I would see if I can either use mine better or if there's something that can get, get me more efficient by changing it. And everyone gets stuck in their ways. So the other, the second kind of spell would be be open to change because it's one thing to go, well, I'm on this management system. We, we've had it since 1989 and it, it doesn't, it's not great, but I know it's really painful to switch. Too bad. Go through the pain because the other side of that is where you want to be. It's where you're going to need to be. And as times have changed with everything that's going on right now, it is time to do that. And then I would say, and then the big spell would be let's open the beaches in California so my kids can go back to the beach because they are driving me up a wall in the house. <laughs> I think I think we're all there right right there with you, right? Uh, man, this has been awesome. I appreciate the time, man, and it's been a blast. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks, Joey. Thanks for having me.